Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. We have another great Red Pill Torah story from some special guests today. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. Our guests are Rabbi David and Pastor Juanita Weiss. They're leaders of the Mahout Chaim Messianic Congregation in Chesapeake, Virginia. We first met Pastor Weiss at the Shoulder to Shoulder Conference in Denver a few months ago. We'll get to the first part of this great story in a moment. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. First-time listeners can look us up on the web. Search for Red Pill Torah, that's R-E-D-P-I-L-L space T-O-R-A-H, or reach out by email. Our address is redpilltorah at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Shalom to our friends in Virginia and Brazil. Now, let's get right to Rabbi David and Pastor Juanita's story. Tim, let's roll the tape. Rabbi uh, David, perhaps we could start with you. Uh, what is your story? Wow. Thank you for asking, Tim and Miss. Our, my story is um, I, I grew up an Orthodox uh, Jewish boy in Connecticut, and uh, both my parents are Jewish. One side, my mother's side from Russia, Minsk, Russia. I, I, I think it's now uh, I think it's now Belarus. And the other side, my father from Lutz, Poland, they both uh, got out of there during the pogroms, while the pogroms were going on well before World War II, maybe 10 or 15 years before World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came to this country. So I grew up in an Orthodox, uh, Orthodox setting, and I went to a yeshiva, uh, which is a, a place of, of learning, for, for uh, Orthodox Jews. Some of the people in my class went on to be uh, future rabbis, uh, and and I did too, although I didn't know that that's where God was going to bring me. And in the yeshiva, we would, we would learn uh, English subjects in the morning, and then all afternoon we would learn Hebrew subjects like uh, Hebrew language, the Torah, the Talmud, and the history of, of Israel. And so... That's that's what I came out of. And after my bar mitzvah, I kind of sort of drifted away. I always spoke to God. I always talked to God, like just spoke to him as a child lying in my bed. And I didn't even know that that was a form of prayer, of communication with God. And I didn't really hear answers back, but it did give me uh, a lot of solace and peace just, just to talk to him. Uh, yes. Rabbi David, what is an Orthodox Jew? Can you well, define it for me? Yes. Uh, the the divisions of what what has been considered uh, Jewish probably for the last 150 years has been Orthodox, Conservative, and Reformed. So the Orthodox Jew is the one who who tries to follow the laws in the Torah more more closely, especially honoring the Shabbat and uh, and, and following uh, rules of what God calls clean food, and uh, and then honoring, of course, honoring all the feast days. And w- I I would wear the kippah, the head covering, and uh, and and a talit type of undergarment with fringe garments. Uh, you know, during during the day when I was in school, 
and uh, and that's that's Orthodox. Okay, uh, and they study. They have more Hebrew in their liturgy in their services, and they read from the Torah every single week. Uh, the conservative is just less less strict in terms of its adherence to the laws, and the Reformed even less so. So as you go from Orthodox to conservative to Reformed, you're going away from stricter adherence to the laws to a less strict adherence, where it's more flexible in the Reformed. So uh, after my bar mitzvah at the age of 13, mm -hmm. I, kind of drift, I kind of drifted away and I was I was somewhat agnostic, you know, I was, I didn't dabble in any other religions. I just, I, I always identified strongly as a Jewish person. That was always a, just a very powerful part of my identity. But my mother used to actually told me that like, the, that the Bible was, uh, was really just a lot of stories, but that it, it, she couldn't be sure it was true. She said it probably was not true. How could we believe all those things that happened? And that always concerned me that she didn't believe in it, and yet she adhered strictly to her Judaism. And um, that always kind of got to me that, that, that I didn't know that Jewish, some Jewish people may identify strongly as Jews, but not believe in God and not believe in, in, that the Bible is true. Hmm. And Sounds like a culture almost than a, a faith or a religion, maybe, for some Well, people? you know, Israel, when you talk about what is Israel, uh, it involves, it's a language, it's a land, and it's a people group that is biogenetic. Uh, the people group of Jewish people, you know, of course, there was mixing in like any people group, but by and large, there always seemed to be a line that went back to the 12 sons of Jacob. And then inherently also to Isaac and Abraham. And, and that's, that seems to be who is Jewish. But what was left out of my learning, which I have learned since I became a Messianic Jew, a believer in uh, my Messiah, what I've learned is that there are many, many people who, who have joined the Commonwealth of Israel. And it even says in God's Torah, that he invites all people groups to come in. That's his desire that everybody would come under the covenants Amen. of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by honoring the covenants, by uh, hearing and obeying his word at every turn, because it brings life and its goodness. And so as I became a believer, it dawned on me that what it means to call oneself Jewish or a member of the Commonwealth of Israel is a lot broader than I ever thought growing up. What was that moment? Because you say that at one point you were kind of agnostic. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, we're getting back to the, I have to get to the best part of the story is when, when God spoke to me. So it's, it's about the time that I started becoming good friends with my wife, Juanita, about the time we started becoming good friends, God also put in my path three very good Jewish friends at different times. I'm sorry, three very good Christian friends at different times. And not one of them ever said, if I didn't believe in, in Jesus and Yeshua, I was going to go to hell. They didn't say that. They, they simply talked about the love of God. And it really spoke to my soul. And I, 
at the time that I was becoming friends with my wife, I bought a, a King James Bible, a complete Bible for the first time in my life. We've always had the Tanakh, the, 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 the Old Testament mm-hmm. and the prophets and, and, the, and the historical writings, mm-hmm. but we never had a New Testament in the house. It never bothered me because I didn't care to read it. I always thought, well, Jesus is for Christians and the Jews have Torah. And so I took home this King James Bible and I brought it home in a paper bag because I was afraid if my mother, Jewish mother, ever found out, she'd throw a fit. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I went home and I started reading it. And I I started, of course, with the Gospels. And I saw just how not how good a man and how great a rabbi Yeshua was. And and I, I remember saying to myself. It's too bad he's for the Christians and not for the Jews. And I didn't really understand. And the more I read and the more I, I, I became close with, um, with Juanita, uh, the, the more kind of confused I became about what's the plan of God? What's the path of God? And I was on the verge of becoming a believer and but I, I wasn't ready to cross what I'll call the cultural divide, and the cultural divide for Jews it's it's really a it's really a lie or a falsehood that's been told for generations upon generations that uh, that a Jewish person could could become a Buddhist but he's still a Jew he could be an atheist but he's still a Jew but if he believes in Yeshua Hamashiach as the Messiah of Israel. He becomes a Christian and he's no longer Jewish. And I believe this lie. And it, it's a part of the cultural stumbling block that that the accuser that Hasatan has set up to keep the Jewish people from knowing their Messiah. Mm-hmm. So I was on the verge, and but I, I wasn't ready to be cut off by my family, which happens so often to Jewish people. And so I, one day I was in my bathroom of all places getting ready to go for a jog on the boardwalk. I live near the ocean. And I said, God, I'm starting to believe in, in, in Jesus, as Yeshua, as my, as my Messiah. But I have to know, and this may be, I don't know if this is true for all Jews, but I said to God, I have to know if you're real, if you, God the Father, Elohim, if you are real. Because if you believe in the Son, you have to believe in the Father. And I was I still had that those words from my mother stuck in my head that God may be made up, that 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 the stories in the Bible may not be true. So if I was going to believe in the Son, I had to believe in the Father. And I said, God, if you're real, if you're real, if I'm going to take this big step of faith, I need to know, I need to know that you're real. Please reveal yourself to me. And God's presence came in the room whoa I, I didn't i didn't see a man there was no smoke and mirrors it was just the presence of the spirit it was the kavod it was this heaviness that came into the room but it was it was a joyful thing and it was i knew i knew it was a holiness that came into the room and i felt the spirit literally move into my body move into my body and start to touch my heart like it was a gentle loving massage and I didn't even know that the words of Jeremiah 31 and Ezekiel 36, 26 were, were coming true. That this gentle touch 
was God writing his Torah on my heart and removing my heart of stone and giving me a heart of flesh. Amen. And God's words came to me that day. He said, I'm, I'm pleased that you want to know if I'm real. He said, I am real. And all the people in the Bible, he knew it was on my mind. He said, all the people in the Bible are your ancestors. All the people that came from Abraham are your ancestors. Wow. And at the time, I had a lot of bones to pick with God if he ever revealed himself. But all that was just went away. And all I could say was, God, I just want to know you in a deeper way. I want to be more intimate with you. Because mm -hmm. when the reality of God is, is right, in, uh, panim panim, right in front of your face, it's, it's, it's a sense that you just you want to know him in a greater way. And you're absolutely speechless because of his holiness. And God said, if you want to know me, if you want to know me, read my whole Torah from Bereshit, Genesis, all the way through Revelation. It's all true. I still went out for my jog that morning, but I will tell you the color of the sky looked different that day. And the air tasted different in my mouth. Everything was different because I was now in a world that I knew was created by the God of the universe. And I couldn't wait to just read the whole Bible from cover to cover and just and just receive all that God had for me. And also it was so easy for me now to believe. It was so easy for, for me to now to believe in the plan that God would send a Messiah and, and, and God would send himself as the Messiah through his son. And so once I believed that plan, <clears throat> excuse me, I couldn't wait to tell my Jewish mother about this. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, I got exciting news. I, I accepted Yeshua as my Mashiach. She said, who's Yeshua? And I took a big gulp and I said, it's, it's the one you know is Jesus. And she said, what have you done? You've turned your back on your Jewish people. You're not Jewish anymore. And I said, Mom, I, I love you. But with respect, I, I, I have to say that I don't receive that at all. I feel more Jewish in my soul than I ever have before, because this was always the plan of God. He spoke about the Messiah constantly to the prophets. Mm -hmm. And my people missed, we missed it. My We missed the, the Messiah when he was sent. But it's not too late for me. And I believe that he's the Messiah and he's changed my life. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my parents didn't talk to me for about three months but I was so filled with the joy of God that and the excitement of what lay ahead, learning his nature, learning his character, being more intimate with him. Mm -hmm. That uh, it, I mean, it grieved me a little bit, but I knew my parents loved me and they were going to come back. It was just a matter of time. And they did come back. Of course, uh, we've been we've been uh, sharing the Besora, the good news of the gospel with them for the last for 35 years. My father passed away, but um but and they haven't accepted him yet. But you know, we show the love. We show the love of Messiah. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my story of how I how I came to not only know the Messiah of Israel as Yeshua Hamashiach, but I also came to to interact with the Spirit, the Ruach of God, and to know that God the Father was is real. Well, so you. Uh... You mentioned earlier that um, the father had surrounded you with some great Christian friends. Uh, yeah. Would love to hear more about some of those friends, especially uh, that friend named uh, Juanita, I think you mentioned. 
We'll hear from Pastor Juanita next time. She is a powerful leader with a great story as well. I heard it, and I can't wait to share it here on Red Pill Torah. Hey, I agree, Mama. You know, they have a beautiful ministry, and they were really open and willing to share. And Rabbi David mentioned that belief in Yeshua can cause other Jews to disown Jewish believers. He also said that Jews can believe most anything else and still be seen as Jewish. That really stuck with me. You know, the stone that the builders rejected really has become the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. Accepting Yeshua is a huge decision for Jewish people. And we know that Rabbi David decided to. But what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs are out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and ignore or refute the Messiah's pull on your heart? Or would you take the red pill and take a faith journey with Yeshua the Messiah, even if it risks the relationships you value most? Only you can answer that question. There's more to this story, so don't miss it. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Listen again and share it with your family and friends. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour, where you can handle the truth. truth.